Hello and welcome to According to John. Today I have a special guest with me, the Duke Meister. Hey, hey, hey. Pastor Duke Herget. So excited to have you here. The first guest. The what a privilege. First. So um, it makes me the man. I think, you, you know? Well, you're always the man. <laughs> you're a, <laughs> uh, the Duke Meister. So he is better known as Pastor Duke. He has maxed out Facebook followers and. I think he's ready to start another page, and he'll max that out. I know he's over 5,000 followers on Facebook. Yeah, so were the years. A lot of kids. Right. Dude, they you, grow up. You've made a lot of changes. Uh, uh, you've helped a lot of people. Yeah, I've been on the road 10 years, did camps for probably 30 years, 40 years on the road, or 40 years doing camps, and uh, lots of friends around the country. And I got a fire in my heart. I want to get it out. So thank you for the opportunity to hang out with you uh, in this format. It's going to be a Amen. lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So so you've been in ministry for 42 years. Yes, sir. You are a church planner. You started a church in Half Moon, New York. Yep. Uh, the only pastor until you re, uh, gave it up and retired with it. Yes, Pastor Emeritus. Now I mentored my youth pastor, Pastor Matt Eaches, doing a great job. Church going on into the next generation. I'm on the road. I'm still home. I'm uh, overseeing the seniors ministry and still ministering funerals and weddings and stuff. I'm a, I'm a pastor. I love pastoring. But over the years, I've built up a, a body of uh, knowledge from studying all these years. And I don't want Amen. to go to waste. And Amen. So, uh, trying to get the word out any way I can. Yeah. So and, and just so you guys know, uh, Duke is going to be starting a podcast here. Hopefully in the next couple of months, he'll be kicking it off. So we'll be pushing him and advertising him. And uh, maybe you can check him out. Uh, also, uh, you've been, yeah, so you've been on the road doing prophecy conferences for 10 years, primarily prophecy. I do missions, conference, youth conferences, uh, different, different venues, but prophecy is my forte. Yeah. And, and, uh, also you're a recovering hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm recovered or not. You know, I got a haircut. My wife made me cut my hair. Women so, have way too much power, but, uh, uh, Duke pulls up and when he pulls up, I'm like, dude, you got a haircut. And then, because, you know, I was, well, you know, so we, we're not going to get the long hair. That'd be next time. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> voluntary, I assure you. My wife has way too much power, but uh, she tries to keep me civil. Amen. All right. Well, we are going to be talking about when you see all these things happen in Luke 21, 31. In Luke 21, 31. So uh, I'm a little excited. Actually, I'm really excited today, uh, especially having my first guest on. And, uh, of course, you guys know, anybody that follows us, we get right to it. It won't be any different today. We're going to have some fun. But we're, we're going to talk about uh, what things happen. Uh, what things are we talking about when all these things? Well, when Jesus was here the first time, it was no coinkydink. Uh, the Old Testament had hundreds of verses, verses very specific about... Uh, the Messiah coming, who, when, where, of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Judah, of the lineage of King David, born in Bethlehem, born of a virgin. And the people who knew the scriptures, the, I like to call it the glove of scripture and then the hand of reality. And Jesus fulfilled all of that. So when he was here, he told us he's coming back the second time. He came back, came the first time to pay the penalty for our sin comes back to, to deliver us from the very presence of sin and set up his kingdom. You know, that little prayer that, that mama taught me, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. And thy it's on the way. Done. Yeah. It's on the way. Well, yeah. hey, before you jump in, because dude, uh, Duke is loaded with knowledge and a fire to share. 
And before we get started, let's have a quick word of yes, prayer. Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you. Father, we praise you for this time. Thank you for Duke, who is able to be here with us. Father, I just pray that you'd open our eyes, ears, heart, and our, get our attention, Father, and that we learn something we didn't know, and then we surrender to you. Father, be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And FM. Amen. <laughs> All right, so look, we are looking at Luke 21, 31, and it says, So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. And I wanted you on the show because uh, I wanted to talk about these things happening. I, th I think when we look at the world today, when we are seeing the, uh, the, the rioting and the crazy and the drifting away from God, uh, we're, we're watching Literally, we're watching unprecedented times. So as we are seeing these things happen, it flows with the passages in Scripture. When we look at the Bible, this is the most amazing thing to me. When we see the Bible and we watch the news, right now, they, they literally, they're running parallel. Hand of, uh, glove of prophecy, hand of reality. Yeah. Just, it's uh, been said, that which has been determined will come to pass and uh, it's so neat to, to know the scriptures. I've been studying them for almost 50 years. Amen. And I remember hearing these things, you know, back in 1972 when I'm coming off the street and off the, out of the drug culture and reading the Bible, man, you know, it is, God told us what was going to happen in the future. <laughs> and, um, it's all new to me, you know. And uh, you read Revelation 13 in 1972. It talks about the... Uh, the image of the beast both speaking and you're like that sounds like star trek to me man well now uh we have artificial intelligence i talk to siri many times a day she she she's wicked smart you know right and then you see that you know there'll be a, a world government come on man uh america would have to fall you see uh we know that there's gonna be a one world government how about one world currency yeah, well, that's that's look, right in that chapter, Revelation and, 13. Well, look what's happening today is most stores right now have signs up, debit or visa only, no cash. Yeah, That's scary, man. Yeah, but it's not a surprise no. because we've cheated and we read Revelation 13, right. and it just seems so extraterrestrial. They're like, this could never happen. And yet now it, it's in our face every oh, day. Yeah. Every day. And there's nothing evil about technology uh, but the Bible predicted 2,000 years ago that this would be the technology in the end times for this world leader, the, we commonly call the Antichrist, to have a cashless society, uh, the mark of the beast. The Bible says in, not on, it says in the right hand. So it's not just a tattoo, it's something, that, you know, skin underneath the yeah. skin. And what do we want? And, and Sweden is big for this, having the, uh, having the chip. Yep. Put in their hand. Oh, it's all over. Uh, India. It's all over the world. It's all over the world. It got it really launched quickly. It, and and America, America's partaking in it in various yeah. places as well. You know, uh, these uh, big corporations, they're putting it in the hands of their employees so their employees can get in the locked doors. They can go to food machines, uh, just put their hand up to the food machine, and all of a sudden, boom, there you go. It, it takes it right out of their account. It's incredibly simple. Uh, simplifies life. It's just... Beep in, beep out. Uh, That's what makes it so attractive. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Nothing evil about right. the system, but 
it's just overwhelming to think that 2,000 years ago, Apostle John, uh, out on the island of Patmos, a, a prison encampment, if you please, where you had to feed yourself, right. and, uh, and he gets this revelation from God how it would be in the end days. And he's writing this down. It makes no sense at all. Come on, man. Are right. you sure you want me to write this? You know, wh what does this mean? And God says, just write it down. And he did. It's in the Holy Bible, the Word of God, and we're living out. We're watching the Bible come alive yeah. right before our eyes. That's more I, I get high on that man. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. Uh, Duke Meister, you're so funny. So, so yesterday I went to Walmart, and uh, and I had to buy uh, some ammo cans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm in there talking to this young man. Uh, his name is Micah. And he and I were talking, and I was, I was sharing Jesus with him. I was like, hey, man, listen, of course, you know, on the podcast, that's what we're all about is Jesus. And so I'm sharing Jesus with him, and he, he's like, well, you know, I'm not too sure. I said, okay, so look, let's, let's look at a few things. Because I knew we were coming on here. Uh, it just kind of like it was fresh in my bones, you know, to discuss what's going on. And as I'm, as I'm unfolding, literally telling him, okay, this has happened, this is happening, this is happening, this is going on, this is already happening, and this is moving in this direction, I started g grabbing his attention. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's going, oh, wait a minute. Because he's living that technology. It's just part of his culture. And he, you know, yeah, because he couldn't have been about 25. 30 years ago, it wasn't part of the culture, but it was in the prophecies. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you begin to see all these things come to pass uh, other passages that uses the word all these things and uh, it's not just one prophecy it's the alignment of the nations it's the social conditions it's it's the technology uh, uh, it's the rebirth of the modern state of Israel so many incredible signs Jesus said when you begin to see these things and man they are in our face but if you don't know the what the prophets Oh, that happened in the news. That stinks. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and, well, pass and, the bread, you know. They just they just tune it in and tune it out, not realizing that that which uh, was prophesied, you know, history is no mystery. If you change, read the scriptures. Right. Uh, 10,365 prophecies in the Bible for a reason. Yeah. Now, now, so check this out. We used to share the Bible before. We shared Jesus, and people were like, look, keep your religion. I'm not interested in religion, or uh, I've been to church, and it's full of hypocrites. And, and for the most, listen, I, I agree. There are churches that have hypocrites. Sure. I mean, yeah. but go to work. There are people at work that are hypocrites, too. Jesus had hypocrites. He had, uh, <laughs> right. Peter denied him, and uh, Judas uh, betrayed him. And so, you know, you got to get used to hypocrites. Say, don't let people mess you up about God. God straighten you out about people. One of the most exciting times about today when, when we're watching the news, watching what's going on, we're reading scriptures, which is one of the reasons why I wanted you on here today. It's getting so much easier to share the gospel. So, so let me encourage you that are listening or watching today that we live in an unprecedented time and more now than ever, you can say, wait a minute, listen, I, I know some people don't agree with the Bible or you don't think it's true, but Look at the Bible and look at today, and it actually gives us an avenue for people to listen. I see people say all the time, well, I don't believe the Bible. They just don't know what's in the Bible. The Bible's the easiest book in the world to believe right. if you know what's there. Right. I was a skeptic. Uh, I wasn't raised around the scriptures. Uh, I was in the drug cultures, raised in the liquor business. My dad's a bartender. He taught me dirty jokes. We didn't right. pray at our house, you know. Uh, we got drunk at our house. 
And yeah. uh, and then somebody th- starts quoting the scriptures to me. Well, the Bible says, the Bible says. And I'm like, what's the big deal about the Bible? God, come down, just type it up for you. And they told me it's the word of God. And, and then this gal challenged me. She says, do you know what's in there? Well, no, but... I'll, I'll check it out. Well, I encountered these things called prophecies right from the beginning. And in fishing terminology, it set the hook for me. And I begin to realize this is not a natural book. This is a supernatural book. And I want to know what's in there. You know, I want, if it's an open book test life, I want to know what's in the book, you know. Right. And uh, I'm so excited. I got a lot of really exciting things to share with you here uh, today. And thanks for right. th- thanks for having me on. I thought you were smarter than that, John. Man, well, uh, nobody's ever accused me of being smart. Yeah, so. Smart Alex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what we want to do now. Let's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to you, and I want you to take us through uh, all these things. Well, we'll just start when Jesus said it. Uh, he's speaking uh, kind of early part of the Passion Week. He's up on the Mount of Olives. Doesn't have a big crowd. He's got the 12 disciples there, and they had their own issues. And uh, he had broken the news to them that uh, I'm, I'm leaving. I, I came on a mission. I'm going to finish the mission, go to cross, suffer, bleed, die, buried, raise again the third day, ascend to my father. I'm leaving. Well, they, they didn't want him to leave. They didn't want him to die, but thank God he did. They didn't mm-hmm. want him to leave. But he said, if I go, I'll come again. And they heard that, and they immediately asked him a question. When? That's a good question. That's the one I'd ask. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be in on that. Hey, hey, Lord, when? You see, people now kind of going, circling back around to what you said just a moment ago, John, um, people sense something's happening. Uh, is history random? There's a sense that we're heading somewhere. Where is that? And it doesn't look good. Uh, it doesn't look good uh, when you think about uh, uh, the, the uh, food that we eat and the poisoned uh, food and the polluted planet and all the things that are happening. It's like, the, is the human experiment going to fail? Are we going to self, you know, we're going to die? We're all going to die? Well, you, you know, you talk about uh, the food that we're eating. I, I don't know if you realize, I'm sure you do. Most every country in the world, except for America, when someone dies, three within three to four days, our body starts decaying. In America, because there's so many preservatives in our food, it's seven to nine days before we start to stink. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we got a lot of a uh, lot of issues, and people are watching this world, and they they sense something is up, and I'm like, I just want to scream, the Bible has the answer, and so. People today are having that same question. The apostles asked Jesus, something's up, and he, he told them, uh, and I'll come, I'll come back, and I'll receive you unto myself. We call that the rapture of the right. church. We die to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord, or when he comes, he takes us home uh, to be with the Lord. And so they're asking, when shall that be? And he said, these signs shall you know be the indicators. And uh, he gave in that chapter, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, what I like to call general signs, fam- there will be famines, earthquake, and pestilence in different places. Uh, and that word pestilence is something that's in our face as we speak. COVID-19, that's a pestilence. Uh, that well, would- and, and, and one thing to point out that uh, when the Bible talks about a pestilence, this isn't just a one country thing. Yeah. We're talking global. Yeah. So, yeah. so when, when the Bible says there's going to be a pestilence or there's going to be a famine, 
if you want to know if it's scriptural or, or if it's a part of prophecy in, in the Bible, look and see if it's global. If it's global, yeah. attach the Bible verses to it. If it's just in a hometown or, or in one nation, that's, it's not that's so much. That's a huge point, uh, Pastor John. Um, so much of my study of the scripture, I'm an American. I'm from the Midwest. Uh, you know, I view things through that lens. But when we're reading Bible prophecy, America wasn't even uh, on the scene. Right. And uh, according to prophecies, America's not going to be the superpower at the time of the Antichrist. It's going to be a Western convergence. We'll talk about that more, uh, the, the government of the Antichrist. We, these events that the scriptures talk about are not just national events or local events. They're global. And this thing with the pandemic, it's global. It's this global. thing about the economic uh, collapse, James chapter 5, quit ye now, you rich men, howl and weep your gold and silver, cankered, your garments are moth-eaten, your money has lost its value, economic collapse. That's global. Three times in chapter 5, it talks about at the time of the end, the coming of the Lord, the coming of the Lord, it's global. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been kind of overwhelming for me the last four months and how the suddenness of, of what's happening. Yeah. And I've been reading these. And, prom- and it, and not just suddenness. I mean, we're talking almost like as you're walking, there happens that quick. Each step is something new that we can't even keep up with. Yeah. That, that circles back around to what Jesus said in that chapter. He said he uses an illustration as a woman giving birth in travail with child their birth pains start out you know 10 minutes apart eight six, and they come faster and they come harder yeah. i've never seen a year like 2020 in my life it starts out with the impeachment thing and because what happens in america does affect the world uh, economically uh we're an exporting nation of food it's i think it's contaminated food right. but we export a lot of it and uh, well not, not only that not only food but think of south korea South Korea is completely dependent upon us staying strong. Yeah. If, if we fall, they know that they're in for a huge fight. So, I mean, when we talk about America standing and affecting the world, uh, we have global impact everywhere. If we were to pull our fleets back, the, the world would fall apart in a heartbeat. Become a totally different place overnight. Overnight. And that's, that's what has really rocked me these past uh, few months is just the suddenness yeah. and the global element of what we're talking about. And, um, but it's just what Jesus said. He wasn't, these weren't teasers. He wasn't like, oh, listen to this. It's the word of God. It's like my old hippie friend, Roach. I think every hippie had a friend. Yeah. Roach. <laughs> he did. I was a little jealous of Roach's name. I worked hard for it. He earned it. Yeah. Roach gave me the greatest yeah. counseling they ever gave me. Sorry, man. Roach said to me one day, I was out by a pond pretending that I was fishing and I was wasted. He was wasted. This is May 1972. He comes walking out of the woods, man. And he goes, uh, what's happening, man? Our general. No, no. He went, dude, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how he said it. And normally we just give the, the, the just a, hey, what's up, man? But. I answered him. I said, Roach, I have no clue. I have no clue. That's a great question. That's why we're here today, really. What is happening? I answered him. I have no clue. And he gave me the greatest counsel that he ever gave me. He says, well, man, if God ever talks to you, man, listen to him. Right. 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 Great words of wisdom. Yeah. 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 uh, uh, His name's Nick, and he came to Christ a few years after I did, and he walks with the Lord today, and we've remained a close friendship all through these years. You you know, every now and then, 
hippies or burnouts yeah. do come up with a good one because yeah. they actually stop and think when when you're in that state of whatever you're what do you got to do but let run things run through your brain but that that's a great <laughs> that's question a great question but people are afraid to yeah. ask it what yeah. is happening and that's why jesus well, wrote this he listen, wants to tell us what's happening man i don't i don't think people were afraid to ask the question i think they're afraid of the answer. Yeah. That's uh, uh, you know, a lot of people that they, they want to know, they want the information, but then they go, Oh, I, I, I'm afraid of what the answer is yeah. going to be. So then they, they, they leave it alone, but th then they, they're left unprepared. I've learned over the years because it's how I responded. You know, don't tell me what to do. You know, just give me the information. Let me sort it out. Let me right. process it. Right. I, I know as a man, if somebody pushes me, <laughs> right. You know what I do? I resist. Yeah. You push back or I push back. Yeah. And uh, so I have learned in the sharing of the gospel and biblical truth, just to, here's what it says. Here's what the prophecies say. Sort it out. And the Holy Spirit, when you take the time to study the prophecies, the Holy Spirit will guide you. Uh, James makes a promise. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So as you're on your prophetic search, trying to figure out the answer to what is happening what is happening in the world around me? What's happening inside of me, man? Right. Uh, the Bible has the answers to all of this. Um, and uh, I just give people the information. They have to sort it out. But the Holy Spirit will come upon us, and he will empower us. He'll enlighten us. He'll make this come alive to you. Mm -hmm. And I remember those early days of, of studying the prophecies. It, it authenticated the Bible. You know, somebody told me the Bible is the word of God. I'm like, well, really? Yeah. But when I studied the prophecies, I was overwhelmed. I was convinced man could not have written this book if he wanted to. And he would not probably have written it if he could have because it's self-incriminating. It, well, I was going to say, why would yeah. man write the Bible when it is completely self-incriminating? Yeah. And it takes away many things that man desires to do. The Bible says don't do. Uh, and if you do this, this is really what's going to happen. I mean, who's going to punish themselves that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, so, so when I, when I read the, I'm like you, when I read the scriptures, how can anyone go, ah, oh, it's written by man when there's nothing really good for man in there, except for Jesus died for our sins and we have a way out. It exposes our sinful condition. Absolutely. But along with that, it, it explains the redemptive plan. Uh, for God so loved the world, and he wasn't taken by surprise when Adam and Eve sinned. And he's well, and we got to remember the word "world" in that actually means people. Yeah, it, yeah. it references the population, not the planet. Yeah, it's talking about people. Yeah, old burnout hippies and yeah. street fighters and people like that. Yeah, so. I, I, <laughs> I am so glad that I am way past that life, brother. It was. Yes. You know, one of the, we brought a few guardian angels along the way, didn't we? I John? think we did. You know, one of the, here's one of the interesting things that I, I love about uh, being saved, knowing Jesus, being born again, as we say, is, it. yeah, you know, the coolest part, um, I don't look over my shoulder for people anymore. Don't have to. I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I'm so far removed from that lifestyle that uh, as I move forward, it's just for the glory of God. Now I'm looking for people to, to win to Jesus, and I'm not looking for people that are trying to send me to Jesus. Yeah, and he's equipped us with so much uh, knowledge, so much information. You know, no, that's a prophecy. I just want to hit just for a yeah, moment. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. I just read it this morning in my, my daily reading. It, it talks about at the time of the end, 
knowledge shall increase, exponentially increase. And it says in that passage that men shall run to and fro upon the earth. Can you imagine Daniel writing that 2,600 years ago uh, while he was uh, in Persia? Uh, Babylon had fallen to Persia. He was prime minister in Babylon, and Persians come and say, you're wicked smart. We want you to be the prime minister here too. You know, that's amazing. <laughs> that is a miracle of God. And and he writes in the time because, because Because Daniel was actually their enemy. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and, and yet they put him in charge. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was an amazing. The hand of God was on this man. Yeah. And he, can you imagine when he writes this down? The whole Lord's telling him what to write. Men shall run to and fro upon the earth. Like, what could that be? You know, because he took the Bible literally. Yeah. And uh, there's a penalty for being a false prophet. Oh yeah, tell him what that is. Oh yeah, you you did. Yeah, you're dead. Dead me. <laughs> you're done. Lord, you're do done. Because you you got like one shot, and then uh, you're freaking me out, yeah. Lord. If I write this down, it don't happen. I'm, <laughs> well, and he would be too. discredited. Yeah, yeah, completely discredited. In the time of the end, men will run to and fro upon the earth, and knowledge will exponentially increase. And so, you know, one day I had I had uh, breakfast in New York City. I jumped on an airplane. I had uh, a late lunch in Paris, and then I flew to Tel Aviv and had dinner in one day. What Think did I do that. that day? I ran to and fro upon the earth. Yeah. The Bible literally full. the earth. Yeah, you were covering the other side it. of the earth when I had dinner. Uh, when the Bible makes these predictions, these prophecies, they're not teasers. They're going to really happen and that you think about the history of knowledge you know you had the stone age and then you had the bronze age and centuries are passing and then you have the iron age and the roman empire and the history of knowledge was just a real slow right. growth of knowledge but then you had the printing press i think would be the gutenberg press and now you're going to actually have books that can be yeah. printed yeah. And you begin to see knowledge uh, increasing. And then in the last 20 years? Well, they say knowledge is doubling every two and a half years. Yeah. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's still growing slowly. Yeah. But, uh, well, the, and the access to it, the technology oh, yeah. is, is the crazy. The information age is just... Uh, you, you, buy a, you buy a smartphone six months later, it's outdated. Yeah, it's, buy it's, a TV six months later, it's outdated. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gone fast. And, but 2,600 years ago... Yeah. Daniel told us how it would be. And when he's writing this down, it, it makes no sense. But in our world, it's like, yeah, what he said all those years ago, we are the generation that is watching it happen. That's marvelous in my eyes. And my confidence in the Bible being the word of God is, is just only grows and grows and grows. Nothing ever happens. Uh, when you're knowledgeable, when you've studied, nothing ever happens that makes you doubt the word of God. It's only more and more and more affirmation all the time. Right. And what's happening in the news is just screaming uh, at the times of, of our days. Jesus, first sermon I ever preached, Matthew 16, he says, you look at the sky and you see the clouds that are it's kind of turning red and lower. And you know that a storm is a storm's coming. Yeah. He says, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. Right. It's because people don't know what's in the scriptures. But when you know it and you turn on the TV, your faith will will just grow exponentially just like knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Every time I every time I look uh as I've quit watching the news. I'm I'm very uh, picky now where I go and, and what news that I get because just get mad <laughs> it, you do right I mean it just it causes anxiety for a lot of people they yeah. struggle and uh, and it's the same thing 
Yeah, I mean, it's just so repetitive. It's like they just pounded in your head, pounded in your head, the same thing. What you watch Monday, you could watch on Friday. The only difference would be the weather. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Lately, we've been in a pretty nasty heat wave, so I don't know if that would be different. But, you know, just to, to camp on that thought just for a moment um, in the light of biblical prophecy, Second Timothy chapter 3 is a whole prophetic chapter. It begins by saying, this know also that in the last days, the last days. Uh, perilous times will come. Well, fast forward to verse 15 of that chapter. It says, uh, in the last days, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. And one of the things we've really learned this past few months with the COVID uh, epidemic is what do we really believe? We have been fed a bunch of stuff. And, uh, and it Fauci changes daily. You don't need a mask, then you need a mask. Fauci said, and you know, I, I, I bought everything he said at first, and then I see what he said three months ago. Oh, it's no, it'll never transfer from animals to people or from people to people it's okay and so and i don't mean to just be picking on him but people today realize we don't know even right. what to believe we people have a sense of this deception and you have people bought into you know what the mainstream media might say and then you know on the far left and you have some on the, on the far right and you see satan's plan is to divide people you oh, yeah. can't conquer until you divide until you divide and and if you look at america right now uh, on every level we're divided politically level. religion morally morals race you name and, and it, but but i want to put this out there real quick according to the bible there's one race that's the human race Amen. uh this whole and I'm not, I'm not going to go political because I don't on, on my show, but I, I do want to point this out that um, the whole idea of separating race, uh, people or separating people by race was simply to divide everyone. Uh, it just created another division like uh, low class, middle class, or, you know, uh, uh, the poor, middle class, upper class, the upper, upper echelon. I mean, everything is about division, and that's everything the Bible's not about. The yeah. Bible does not want you to divide, except for good from evil. Yeah, defeated Jesus, all that goes away. Um, Amen. But uh, when you are, are far from the Lord Jesus, then those things become issues. Uh, pride uh, comes before destruction, haughty spirit before a fall. And I think our nation is, is falling. Yeah. I hope that it doesn't. Oh, my goodness. Right. Uh, the patriot in me uh, is very frightened right now. Yeah. Uh, the pop in me is like, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> but the prophet in me is like, I've read the scriptures. Uh, we win. I'm not shocked. Yeah. And yeah. I read the back of the book. That's right. Say that again. We, we win. win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thy kingdom come. His will will be done well here, here's an interesting passage too that we were in where it said in uh uh 31 matthew or i'm sorry luke 21 31 so you also when you see these things happening know that the kingdom of god is near 32 and and i'm going to ask you about this this question here in just a second because i want to get back on it. it says assuredly i say to you this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And then in 30, Luke 21, 34, uh, Jesus warns us very clearly. Uh, but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, cares of this life. And that day, uh, and that day come on you unexpectedly. 
for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. So, so we realize what's, and I, and I think we're seeing this today, to be quite honest with you. Absolutely. Um, people's hearts are getting heavy and some people literally are like, man, forget this crap. And they're, they're, they're literally pleasing themselves and they shouldn't be, they should be more than anything. They should be drawing back and, and, and living out Christ, uh, instead of, instead of pushing the Bible away. But one of the things I wanted to ask you about in this passage, uh, and, and I have my thoughts on it, obviously, uh, you know, every, everybody's got their thoughts and opinions. They're like armpits. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has one. They usually always think, but, yeah. but either way, we'd like to share it. Right. So one of the questions I have is in verse 32, assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away until all things take place. What, what do you think? Uh, that generation is. Who do you think? Well, thank you for joining me this week. I had messed up a little bit and had to divide this into two parts. So if you would, and if you would like to finish listening to the rest of this podcast, you have to go to part two and, uh, and you will hear the rest and get the question answered. Uh, what generation that is where we ended this week, and next week we will pick up with part two answering that question. I apologize for the divide on this one. I was not paying attention to the time and did not realize that my host limits my time on video. And so the first file was too large, and that resulted in me having to divide it. Do this part, and uh, and we'll put it, we'll put the second part up for next week. God bless you. I hope that you have enjoyed the first half. And I hope you enjoy, uh, you join me for the second half to finish up when all these things happen. God bless you. Have a great week.